And here in Detroit, where so many of the tools of victory were turned out, it's in the air. All Detroit wants another kind of victory. They're out to see the Detroit Tigers, their favorite ball team. Let's go inside. You're listening to Tigers SRD with your hosts and former Little League All-Stars, Chris Brown and Roger Castillo. Welcome back to Tigers SRD. We are pleased to bring in uh, the Tigers 2018 third round pick and uh, one of their top prospects, second baseman Cody Clemens. Cody, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Not bad. Kind of hot up here in Michigan. I imagine it's not quite the same uh, as down in Texas, but uh, we do what we can. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty warm down here. You're mostly based in Austin. Uh, yeah, I mean, I live in Houston, but uh, we have a little spot in Austin that we go up to. Well, if you were you were there in Houston for the hurricane three years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, I was here. Um, we got quite a lot of rain. Um, unfortunately, our house uh, uh, flooded in a little jam area, and then, but it, we we really didn't get hit that hard. Uh, but a ton of people were affected. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was in the most rain I've ever seen in my life. But uh, yeah, those videos are are unreal. Yeah, but uh, no, we 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 uh, we'll take you back a little farther than that. We always like to ask our first time guests about their earliest baseball memory, and I imagine yours is uh, pretty interesting. So we'd love to hear it. My favorite, yeah. Um, so I have a ton of obviously baseball memories growing up, but um, I'll tell you my favorite memory was when um, my dad actually won his 300th win at New York, New York Yankee Stadium, and uh, he. Um, we had us all there, obviously watching and everything. And then after the game, when he got it, he uh, we were all in the field, and I ran out with my brother Casey to the mound, and we filled up a little Ziploc bag full of the the dirt on the mound. And so that's oh, wow. one of my favorite baseball memories growing up. Um, it's funny because my brother and I uh, that we wish we were my second or my you know my brother above me, Casey, who's only two years older than me. We talk about how. We wish we were older uh, when my dad was in his prime to actually realize what he was doing and accomplishing because we had no idea. You know, we thought that the only thing in life was a baseball player or being a baseball fan. <laughs> and we wanted to be uh, the player. We, that's all we yeah. knew. Yeah, that's funny. So that was 2003. So you were only like seven years old then, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have a ton of. My earliest baseball memory was obviously playing T-ball and stuff. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I think pretty pretty unique. I don't think we're going to get one quite like that from anybody else. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but you know, you're, you're playing uh, right now. You're playing in the Constellation Energy League, or you have been. Uh, is uh, how's that going? What's what's the competition level there like? Yeah, so it's been pretty wild. I mean, we started up this league. Uh, well, mainly my dad and the guys, the owners of the Skeeters, so the Lockman family. Um, owns the Skeeters and my dad and then Mike Capel, Connor, my brother, my best friend, Connor Capel, his dad, Mike and my dad played baseball together. And our, you know, our kids are playing and trying to make it up to the big leagues and whatnot. And, you know, they're getting all these taxi squads together. And if they don't make the taxi squad or then we need to figure out something so they can get some live reps in because, um, you know, it's pretty hard for a hitter to go a year without, you know, seeing a live arm or anything like that. So, um, they started up that league and as soon as um, it kind of opened, it was full of independent ball players. And when the minor league season got shut down officially, they, uh, all the big league teams kind of 
gave permission to the minor league players that they could play in a league like this or play certain baseball like that around the country. And I don't think there's many leagues out there that are actually running and going up with all the COVID going on, but that's how it originally started. And then when all the, the big leaguers, big, sorry, big league teams gave permission to the minor league players, that's when the rosters kind of got, everyone got released, the independent ball guys, and then got filled up with like a ton of like, like it got super competitive to get into the league. So there's like really good players. Um, I mean, double A, triple A guys, and there's a ton of, you know, big name ex baseball or ex big league players in the league. And so it's been a lot of fun. Um, it kind of started out. We were the team that I'm on. We're called team Texas. And, um, we're the youngest out of the four teams in the league. There's four teams. And, uh, basically, like, I don't know, we're, our average age is probably like 23, 24 more. And then all the other teams are, you know, 26, almost 30, you know, the Skeeters, they've got a ton of guys who were in the ex big league players. For example, Scott Cashmere has been thrown in the league. There was a oh, Fernando wow. Rodney. Was, yeah. Fernando Rodney was in the league for a little bit. Um, Brett Eibner, who's pitching for the Marlins in the big leagues. Now he pitched a few games in the league and then they saw him and then, Chase DeYoung um, is a guy that was in the league for a while, and then the Astros actually picked him up for the taxi squad, and then now he's he went and pitched in a big league game not long ago, a few days ago. So there's a ton of good pitching um, and hitters, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. It's funny because there's so many familiar faces in our dugout. Um, my brother Kobe, my oldest brother, is actually our manager. He's been <laughs> I mean, he played ten he played ten years in the minor leagues, so you know this is his first stunt to actually manage so he's loving that and then Casey's on the team with me and then we got a bunch of guys that played with us at Texas so there's a ton of ton of talent in the league not only not only that but also some familiar faces so we've been having fun with it um and there's our last uh weekend um of this of the season um if uh that hurricane kind of stays off of us we got four games left Thursday through Sunday this weekend so yeah, and there's those Clemens boys. Yeah, I was, was going to say too, and even was I watched a couple of games. I was surprised that Team Texas didn't have the colors. I mean, in terms of, I know, it, I that's, know. it was it kind everyone's of. Been, <laughs> yeah, everyone's been asking us that. I don't know, my dad. So my dad kind of just started it up, and I guess before it, it was just going to be Team Texas or whatever. But then we really didn't realize on the rock. This is like we're confused. Like I'm. All y'all are here. I'm surprised we're not wearing burnt orange. And our name is Team Texas. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. My dad made up the jerseys and everything, sent them to some guy. <laughs> Their company made it up for us. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You know, I imagine it was a little bit disappointing to not be uh, among the like the 60 man team called up to Toledo and Detroit. Uh, but I wonder if playing these sorts of actual games is not better than whatever they're doing up in Toledo. I don't know if you've talked to anybody who's, who's up there. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't talked to anybody up in Toledo, but I mean, I'm sure that, I mean, the, what, the only thing I guess that sucks for those guys is they're playing, you know, they're just playing each other every day. And so, I mean, yeah, that's competitive, but we're actually out here facing guys we've never seen. You see new guys all the time. And there's a ton of lefties uh, in this league, which is good for me because I kind of just need to see more, get more reps off of lefties and work on that. So it's really good and, you know, really good, comfortable at the plate right now. Well, that's one of the things we, we wanted to talk to you about a little bit is it's just, I, you know, as a layman, I'm always really curious to hear about how hitters approach each at bat. Is there a specific thing you, you try to do in every at bat? I mean, I just don't, 
kind of get up there and have an idea of what, you know, the pitcher does and what pitches he has first of all. And then I like to watch lefties that left-handed hitters that actually are, are hitting before me to see what his, I guess, approach towards a left-handed uh, an idea of pitch I'm looking for. And, you know, I always sit heater or whatever and look away and react and stuff like that. But once I get into the box, you know, you gotta have a clear mind. You can't really think about anything. Um, while you know the bat's going on or you're going to be all up in your head and you know whatever but i'm i try and make it as simple as possible just see ball hit ball and you know i've been doing it since i was three years old so just to have the main thing is just have confidence with yourself and you'll be fine that's kind of how i go about it do you ever feel like it seems like you know hitters go go through slumps all the time and it's just i wonder do you ever feel like when you're in a slump do you just like do you watch tape? Do you just try to swing out of it? Is there something, what, what's your specific yeah. way to get out of a slump? Um, it, it's so, baseball is already so hard and difficult to actually hit a freaking 95 mile hour fastball is so hard. But just to, like, when you're going through a slump, it depends. Like, if you're having, like, loud outs, you know, line outs and hard hit balls and everything and just not getting anything for sh- to show for it, you can't really think about your average or how how many times or how many points it's going to go down or whatnot you better just stay with that approach of what you're doing because you're really winning you're beating the pitcher but unfortunately it's the game of baseball and that's just how you lose but um yeah i mean if i go through a slump where something's not working or i'm striking out a lot or something like that i'll go back you know with a hitting coach or something and look at and watch, you know, video of me when I was really like hitting the ball really good at the time um, and stuff like that. To have confidence in the plate is really such a big deal in the game um, because you're already going to fail, you know, seven out of 10 times, seven out of 10 times you're considered a hall of famers. I mean, it's just crazy, but yeah, I mean, if I ever go through a slump or something where I'm actually not seeing the ball or hitting the ball or, you know, being selective at the plate, I'll go back and watch, you know, like highlights, but I'll look at videos of where I was doing well. Yeah, and, and I was also a little bit curious. You know, uh, there's there's two parts of the game, obviously, and there's the defensive side. And I'm, how much work do you put into that as opposed to hitting? Um, I mean, I try to do uh, a lot to keep my hands right, you know, in the field. Um, in this Constellation Energy League, it's kind of been tough because of uh, there's been a ton of high school baseball been played on our field before our game so we really haven't been taking that much um i guess outdoor bp you know where you get your reps in before the game and stuff like that but um but no i i try and get that working all the time um it's super important to the game just to you know have your fundamentals out there so then you know you're picking up your pitcher here here and there but um yeah just footwork and everything it's you know doing my footwork at second base to turn double plays trying to be as quick as possible with that um, and just like my reaction time off the bat, stuff like that. Yeah. Just you know, obviously minor league or big league season, you know, you're getting your reps in every day cause you're getting ready for each game. But in the constellation league, we, you know, there's a ton of high school games that are played before hours. So it's hard to get out there on the field uh, before the game, but I've been doing fine. Um, but yeah, during the season, you know, I get all that stuff in footwork, everything, that you need to get done over there so you're solid in the field yeah you know you've you've talked uh, you mentioned already about you know uh your dad set up the league your brother's the manager you're playing with your other brother um one thing i i you know growing up as a writer i never really trusted anything my parents told me i had to get advice <laughs> from from people uh, in other you know other walks of life but i'm curious 
I imagine it's a little bit different when your dad's one of the best pitchers of all time. Do, uh, do you ever pick his brain about like, you know, how he attack hitters and stuff? Yeah. See what's funny when we are hitting, obviously we're very happy that we grew up, you know, obviously we tried to pitch when we were younger, but we're very happy to live up to that expectation on the mound and try and do what he did because no one's going to be able to ever do what he did ever again. So that's funny, but no, um, it's, it's pretty cool that to have a dad that not only knows, you know, his expertise on the mound, but he knows so much about hitting. I mean, maybe not the mechanics and stuff like that, but he knows where he, you know, would throw left two strikes, what he would try to do to get guys out, whatever. He tells us that realm of, you know, hitting, and it kind of opens our eyes in sort of way where you kind of play the game within the game to know what the pitcher is trying to do to you. And so it is cool to have advice that comes from him, and it really is important advice that he knows because he knows the game and he knows how to get people out. And so we – I mean, we talk to him sometimes about, you know, what's this right? What do you think this right-hander is going to do to me? You know, um, this lefty's got a, his out pitch is his curveball. You know, is he going to throw it in a two-zero count or just stuff like that? And, and it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, he gives us advice in every which way. And with all that surrounded, you're surrounded by baseball all the time. So, what is a good outlet for you outside of baseball? I'm sure growing up, you guys had a chance to travel quite a bit, but there's got to be something you're like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a little over it right now. I'm going to go and, you know, some guys like to go yeah. golfing or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, traveling is super fun. I mean, we, we take a bunch of family trips like that. Um, you know, in the off season, love to hunt. I'm a outdoorsman. I love fishing and golfing for sure. So those are my three things that I love to do. Hunt, fishing, golf. I was going to say, uh, Chris, I was we went fishing. I've been going fishing more and more down here because there's some really good areas over here in Michigan, especially if you go towards the UP. I don't know if you guys chance to go up there yet, Cody, but there's some really good spots up there uh, Go to go fishing. Just uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I've heard my brother, Casey, is actually like really into fishing, and he's told me up in Erie or up, you know, there uh, – those lakes are super, super good lakes for smallmouth bass or whatnot, and you know, whatever's up there, like musky and stuff like that, and pike yeah, yeah. or whatever. I don't, I've never even caught a pike. <laughs> I just catch largemouth and smallmouth bass. Yeah, I think some dude just caught a 900 pound sturgeon in one of the lakes. Oh my like god! I know, but uh, that's I, wild. I read before that you're pretty tight with Brock Deathridge. Uh, do you ever like hop online and just own him in Fortnite real quick or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Brock, what's nice when we got drafted, Brock and I meshed pretty well. Um, we both kind of have the same personality and background and stuff. We uh, worked really well and, you know, we were roommates and everything and went to the same team and whatever. But um, no, he's obsessed with, uh, you know, he lives in North Carolina and he's a farmer and he's got a nice oh. farm out in North Carolina and he that's he lives eats dreams and sleeps farming you know he gets up <laughs> at six in the morning and it's hilarious because we were uh you know i would play Fortnite or whatever and play call of duty and he would play some of that but then like whenever he i guess was alone and no one else was online he has a farming simulator on his skateboard <laughs> and it's hilarious <laughs> and he's freaking you know he's selling whatever he's growing on that video game and beans and all that crap. It's so funny, but no, he's the man. He's such a good dude. And, you know, we keep in touch all the time. 
and you know we're both talking baseball and trying to figure out what what's going on and I tried told him to come play in this league and you know he just had other things you know he's working on the farm and making money that way so but, very cool very interesting. So, by the way they have a you can get a farmer a farm simulator heavy equipment bundle like a controller steering wheel everything for oh, $246 oh on God. Amazon. How, I'm, how much is it? $241 on Amazon. I might, I might need to get his address <laughs> and send it to him for Christmas. <laughs> no, man, you know, that's my, you know, my day job is writing about video games, and I see these farming centers all the time, and I'm always wondering who the hell plays them. But uh, now I know. Farmers. <laughs> no, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, that thing, but, all right, Cody. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that control looks pretty heavy, but yeah. Um, anything else, Chris? I'm trying, I feel like I'm missing something or another. <laughs> That's about all I wanted to ask. You know, I, I appreciate the time. I don't know yeah. if, uh, yeah, anything Cody wants to say. You want to promote the league? Yeah, more you, or yeah. Else. I think you can watch the live streams. No, I, mean, I know that. Yeah, there's. We have a few games this season that were actually like on Fox Sports Southwest or something like that on TV. I don't know if we have any more, but um, yeah, they're streamed, and you know, it's actually like everyone thinks that you know it's independent ball, which it is, but. There's, you know, affiliated prospects. You know, there's a ton of first rounders in the league, um, and just guys that have, you know, peak level, you know, triple A, double A, big leagues. So it's good competition, and I'm glad that I'm playing in the league just so I can get, you know, live abs. Uh, I always keep saying that I'm very fortunate that I'm playing baseball right now. There's not a lot of uh, players out there that are getting, you know, live games in, and so I'm not trying to lose a year, and you know, I'm still and developing and trying to make it up so they always help the Tigers. So um, I've been watching them, and it's fun to see all those guys making their debuts and everything like that. So I'm super pumped for those guys, and I'm hoping, you know, baseball is back to normal next year. Yeah, they got also they Luke Shirley, who's also in the Tiger system, and fifth-round draft pick Trey Cruz, who plays for the uh, Eastern Reyes del Tigre. The Reyes. Yeah, del the Reyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a sweet-looking yeah. logo with the – I don't know if he has a mullet or on the Tiger <laughs> Um, what, yeah, but, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's the Sugarland Lightning Sloths, the Skeeters, of course. And lightning Sloths. Yeah, the Lightning Sloths. Yeah, I'm not sure what a Lightning Sloth is, but yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the, the Texas uh... team. So, um, yeah, if you go to SugarlandSkeeters.com and you can go there and find where to stream the games this weekend. And there's the archive games, too, are available. So for a baseball geek like myself who's been watching the games, it's been fun, good entertaining ba- uh, baseball. So, Cody, thanks for your time, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem, guys. Yeah, good luck the rest of the year. Stay safe from the, this hurricane, and hopefully we'll see you down in Toledo playing games next year, maybe even Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. All right, have a good one.